hello and welcome. I'm Manali Hirani, your host and creator of Fertility Education, shortly named as Fertility Ed. I launched this podcast with a mission, which is to educate people and share my knowledge about the subject of fertility. And by doing this, I believe that it will empower women to make an informed decision of their sex life and future family planning. And I'm pretty excited to bring you my next episode of podcast. Just to introduce myself again, I am a certified embryologist, hypnotherapist, natural family planning practitioner and your fertility advisor. And I have had my presence in this field for over 10 years now. And I'm using this platform to share my knowledge, experience and empower you on your next step regarding fertility. I will be covering a range of topics through my podcast episode which will educate you further to understand your own body and this broad field. And if you're one of those who are suffering from infertility, I want to tell you that you're not alone in this journey. And as a fertility advisor, I will try my best to educate you so you can keep your fertility health up to the mark. So let's learn, empower, and inspire. Right then, here we go. Hello and welcome again. Thank you for listening to our show. I hope you're enjoying and learning new things every week. If so, I would love to hear from you. So far, we have covered over 10 episodes of fertility education and I would say it's a basic education. And now, as we go forward, things will become exciting and you will learn more about research, treatments, therapies, proven ways to overcome chronic conditions and lot more. Oof, I have lot to cover. So without any delay, let's start with today's episode that is stress. Now, as we are going to talk about stress, well, I know you might have listened or read a lot about stress but trust me today's episode is completely different than what you have heard before we will be looking into two major things today how stress affect men and women differently and the other one is i'm going to talk about five proven ways to reduce your stress level and all five of them are backed by science and researched by various expert from all over the world and gave us final five ways so Let's begin. Let's start with the relation between stress and gender. Now here are the common questions that we are being asked on daily basis. Like are you having a stressful day? Is your bad day driving you crazy? Or how are you going to cope up with it? Call your best friend and vent it out or bottle up. The answer has lot to do with your gender. Men and women react differently towards stress. both physically and mentally the major reason for this difference is hormones such as cortisol epinephrine and oxytocin which plays a crucial role in men and women while dealing with a stressful situation now stress is a part of our body survival mechanism it sends an indication to our mind that something is wrong the classic stress response model is fight or flight When faced with danger, either stand and fight or try to escape it. For animals, stress is perceived as life-saving on daily basis. However, for most humans, this isn't the situation all the time. In any case, the body releases a cascade of hormones towards body's natural stress response, which is crucial for our survival. But being in that situation for a long time can be harmful for the body. especially in chronic stress men and women attempt to manage stress in very different ways 
Research findings suggest that stress level in women are on rise and women generally deal with stress in a healthier ways than compared to men. In stress, women will often reach out for emotional support from family and friends, whereas men will ignore it and bottle it up. Why is this difference? Why can't men and women be the same? But no, biologically we are different and so is our dealing with stress issues is different. Under stress, men and women both releases stress hormones, cortisol and epinephrine, which would increase blood pressure and blood sugar level and lowers the effectiveness of the immune system. However, in women, along with stress hormone, there is another hormone called oxytocin is also released. Now, oxytocin is a form of hormone which produces a feeling of love and nurturing, which cause women to find a shoulder to lean on. And that's the reason why they always approach their family and friends and they talk ends and ends and cry and just vent it out. But for men, it's not same. Although men also secrete oxytocin, but it is in a much lower amount, which leaves them much less likely to seek for a social support. And because of these hormonal difference, men and women react to stress differently. And this is also the cause of fights between them, as they are not able to understand each other. And one of the situation is infertility or miscarriage. Well, in these difficult times, couple usually take different paths to deal with their stress and unable to understand each other. And this give rise to relationship issues. And this is so common when a couple comes for uh, infertility counseling and we often hear them that they are not able to have a smooth relationship just because they are not able to understand each other while going through this difficult phase, while they are beating their stress level. And by now, I'm sure you must have had a good understanding why your partners are behaving in a certain way, which you wouldn't normally expect. Now, hopefully, this info will make your life and relationship a little bit easy. And now, as I was talking about infertility, well, stress has a lot to do with infertility, miscarriage, or your chance of carrying a healthy pregnancy for all through nine months. Earlier, we learned that some planning for pregnancy is important. I'm talking about preconception over here. It is a good time. To clean up your lifestyle, diet, visit doctors and get your medical tests done. Learn what is preconception health and make sure you're appropriately covered from all aspects. But due to the lack of education, most couples don't do any of these things. And of them, some of the couple gets diagnosed with infertility. Infertility is common, as we know. In fact, one in six couples will have difficulty in getting pregnant. There are many possible causes of infertility and it affects both men and women. For women, it might be uh, problems with the reproductive tract such as endometriosis, PCOS, thyroid or infection or maybe due to some menstrual cycle issues. For men, it can be caused by the problems with producing sperm or medication, potential hazards in working conditions. There are, and there are other 10 known common causes. But there are also lesser known reasons that can impact your fertility. I'm going to present another episode in which I'll be covering all the uncommon reasons of infertility. But out of those, today I'm going to talk about stress. Can stress have an impact on fertility? Is the question that normally people ask me. And my answer is absolutely yes in bold. 
in fact stress can be one of the major reason it's not can can be one of the major reason it's in fact one of the major reason that it is causing infertility in couples we have long known that in response to extreme physical or emotional stress such as famine or trauma or grief or sometimes excessive exercise a woman's cycle may temporarily shut down and she will stop ovulating and now recent data says that 30% of couples dealing with infertility are stressed stress could be anything such as work pressure dealing with emotional issues relationship problems physical issue or infertility a number is rising every year and every day stress is stopping us from getting pregnant even a small stress of getting up early and reaching to work is also doing a lot of harm then then we think it appears that while the relationship between stress and infertility or fertility is complex recent studies have looked the impact of lower level of everyday stress on fertility and these point to be more subtle effect with increased difficulties in conceiving and its impact is on both male and female fertility sometimes stressed people may engage in unhealthy behaviors to cope to cope up such as drinking smoking poor diet not exercising depression or loss of enjoyment loss of interest in sex may arise from chronic stress in addition to these issues studies point out that impact of stress on the body is causing us more harm a recent study revealed that women who reported feeling more stressed during their ovulatory window were approximately 40% less likely to conceive during that month than other less stressful months in that process of getting pregnant we are so stressed in chasing ovulation so that we don't miss it but this is actually causing more harm to the chances of conception than what it is doing good and not only for women stress also impacts a male's fertility it can reduce sperm quality and quantity the researchers have found that men who experienced two or more stressful event in a month can have a lower percentage of sperm motility and a lower percentage of sp- of sperm's normal morphology and compared with men who did not experience any stressful events now you must be thinking how can stress affect semen quality right although the researchers are unable to pinpoint exactly how stress affect the quality of semen but they do present some theories they say that stress could activate the release of glucocorticoids this is a steroid hormone that affect the metabolism of carbohydrates fats and proteins which could reduce the testosterone level and sperm production furthermore they say that stress could trigger oxidative stress physiological stress on the body caused damaged by any unneutralized free radicals which has been associated with the semen quality and fertility and that's how so far we know that how can stress affect semen quality research finds that infertility causes stress but it is also other way around even stress causes infertility in fact even when physical stress or emotional stress does interfere with your menstrual cycle stress induced hormonal changes are usually self correcting and self limiting that means when there is a fertility problem that follows stress the stress was most likely to trigger for a pre existing medical condition or predisposition think about it women can conceive under the most stressful circumstances if there is no 
physiological problem. Even a traumatized woman and a war prisoner often get pregnant. If reproductive systems are as vulnerable to stress as many believe, the human species would have perished long ago. And that means the old advice, just relax and you'll get pregnant, is complete myth. But we know it's not, right? Another major problem is self-blame. When one is diagnosed with infertility, as if going through fertility treatment isn't stressful enough, many women believe that being stressed contributes to their fertility problems. Here are some typical things that we see. I know I can't conceive because I wanted too much. Oof, this is my punishment for working too hard. I'm so worried and I'm so much worried about building a bank account before I had a child that I wore my body out. I felt so guilty about having an abortion that my ovaries shut down and I think I'm pushing myself. This is all my fault. I never relax. I just can't. You know, these are the things that we say. Maybe the self-blame is a natural attempt to restore a sense of control. Why not think like this? If I made myself infertile, I can undo the problem as well. But this belief not only makes the victims responsible for her misfortune, it's not accurate. This needs to rectify. Self-talk has a great impact on your life than what actually people around us do. So now we know that stress affects both men and women. And of course, it does harm our fertility, which is crucial if we are trying to conceive. Now, what does this mean? Stress is unavoidable. We don't live in a bubble. Many people are planning for a pregnancy. At the same time, they are managing their careers, saving for homes, caring for somebody who is unwell or aging parents or relatives. And last thing a couple who are desperately trying to get pregnant need to be told is to stress less, just relax, or that it will happen when they least expect it. Oof, I'm fed up of listening to this. This is what a couple thinks later when somebody tells him all these things. But let's face it, this is true. As we also know that practicing stress management techniques can help, but we do not take it seriously. Well, there is a good evidence that stress management techniques can be really effective in improving people's pregnancy outcomes. There are a couple of common strategies to de-stress. Here are some common tips for managing your stress while trying to conceive that you might have heard before or read, but I'm repeating them. Try to get right amount of physical activity, but in a moderate level, not excessive. I'm talking about exercise. Do yoga or swimming or just going for a walk or run is a great option. Take time out. Relax, meditate, read, get a massage or listen to music. Choose whatever makes you relax. Keep a broad focus. Maintain personal identity and interest beyond achieving pregnancy. Please, people, go meet your friends, uh, do whatever you like, pursue your hobbies, play some team sports, volunteering. But please, drift your focus to your life as well and just don't think about pregnancy all the time. Enjoy a positive couple time. Go for movies, walks, dinners, have sex for fun and not just according to the schedule for conception. Improve your understanding of your cycle and timing for conception so that you're not worrying unnecessarily. Seek support. Talk to trusted friends or counselors if worry is becoming overwhelming. And I would strongly recommend 
that if things are getting out of control, you should start looking for counselors because that's the healthier way to because that's the healthier way to deal with it. Well, if you're doing all of these and still feel stressful, then here are five proven ways backed with scientific research that can help you to manage your stress level. Number one, yoga. When it comes to stress, yoga has some of the best sites supporting its clinical efficacy. Yoga features movement with breath regulations, both of which work on the autonomic nervous systems, bring us into meditative state and down-regulating the stress response. I know you might have heard many of times that yoga is so beneficial for uh, so many things, but I can tell you with the proof, with the research that yoga has that yoga that yoga is not only good for getting your stress level down but it is also good for in for getting your hormone balanced and boosting your chance of conception increase your sexual desire and probably the list will go on because it has so much of benefits so guys face it you like it or not i would say please incorporate or start learning yoga eventually you will start liking it when you will see your benefits by yourself number 2 Herbal medicine and supplements. Well, there are a couple of herbs that can help you with the stress and uplift your mood. If you think that meditation or yoga is not for is not working for you, take some suggestions of herbalist and start taking some herbs that can help you, as it will help you naturally to deal with the stress. This step is optional, but if you go ahead with the steps, it can also have a couple of benefits. Number three. Mindfulness. Mindfulness is now incorporated in all major companies and healthcare systems where there's too much of stress in the work environment. It's pretty much everywhere. Cultivating the ability to pause and decide on healthy behavior creates a controlled self-regulation and enhances stress management. Life has given such a beautiful thing as called mindfulness. It gives you an opportunity to stop or pause, think, relax, take a deep breath and then take a right decision and then keep you another step forward in life. It's a wonderful thing. Number four, Tai Chi or Kijong. Well, these are the traditional practices. The practice of coordinating the eyes, mind, body and breath in order to move out of stress cycle and get into rest and digest mode readily. Hence, reducing the stress hormones. Now, of course, you would say, I don't have time to learn something new. I know you don't. But if you want to learn anything from Tai Chi, uh, Kijong or yoga, you can do it so easily in this technological world. Just go to YouTube, type it and learn some basics of ancient traditions. And that's all. Just practice it. Just make it a habit. Consistent practice. And it is going to help you, right? Let's go to number five. Emotional freedom technique. Now, this is the powerful personal technique and is extremely effective in reducing stress as well as other chronic pain. Again, it's easy to learn and it has immediate effect. Learning EFT, Tai Chi, Kijong or meditation, mindfulness or yoga is really easy. As I said, now with technology, there are so many online courses or easiest way is just to go on YouTube. One thing I can assure that all of these techniques are life-saving and a lifelong, worth learning. 
and if you have kids worth teaching them in this stressful world we need such techniques to keep us sane and calm the sooner you learn them and practice the better it is i hope and i hope in today's episode you have found one or two healing gems that can be really helpful and yes one more important reminder no matter how you're trying for a baby natural pregnancy or opting for iui ivf frozen transfer this action plan is for all the cases especially people who are going through infertility treatment it is going to boost the chance of their success and i'm sure if you're putting your money into something you do not want to take any chance that can fail right so please follow these techniques make your own action plan so that in a way you make sure that all aspects are covered before you jump into the treatment i hope you have learned something new today if you have if you think this information is helpful in any way then please do subscribe comment and leave your reviews share it with your friends i would love to hear from you if you have instagram i can arrange an instagram live with you if if you're interested then please email me or dm me on the instagram follow me on instagram and facebook let's connect and people who are using facebook and who are well versed with facebook i have a facebook community that you can join which is called natural fertility and beyond and also period talk and soon i'm going to make a community on instagram and i'll be, and i'll be announcing about it soon and if you're struggling from any infertility issues you can contact a fertility advisor all links are given below just have a look in the show notes so this is all i have for you today hope you enjoy it take home a fair bit of knowledge and thank you so much for listening i would highly appreciate if you can please leave your reviews feedback suggestions and questions if you have any i would love to hear from you so you can drop us an email on info@fertilityed.com you can also follow me on instagram facebook and youtube on the name of fertility ed i would urge you to share this knowledge among your friends and relatives with girls or boys doesn't matter just spread the word and awareness and yeah don't forget to subscribe see you next time until then stay fertile stay healthy bye bye